yeah. I love my HBCU. And boy, boy, I love it, love it. Yeah. I love it, love it. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And man, I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. Man. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I tune into the ACCU Sports Lab to see if my team won a loss. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouth. But if they won, you tap. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Yeah. He know what he be talking about. Talkin Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Yeah. Talkin they about. can press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team if they want a lot. Yeah, and who the about? So listen to Professor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And welcome in to Dr. Bill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. It's a little pregame show takeover of the lab tonight. Charles Bishop here. Of course, was my partner in crime, the bespectacled one himself, Neely. What's going on, my brother? Man, I cannot complain. You know, Chuck, the last time I co-hosted inside the HBCU Sports Lab with you, I made a pledge, a commitment to the fans, and I am sorry to report that I let you down, but my job tonight is to no longer let you down. I'm going to double down on the effort. I told you guys out there, that my co-hosted duties will be fulfilled when I'm never invited back. And y'all invited me back, so I must have done something wrong. Do you remember MASH? I'm like Klinger on MASH. I'm trying to get kicked out. Send me home, man. Send me home. But y'all won't send me home? <laughs> oh, man, I knew it was coming, bro. I knew it was coming. And I, I, I'm looking over my shoulder, man. Uh, tough one today for our Jackson State baseball team, man. They, they just go down to Southern in the third game of the SWAG tournament. Southern comes back uh, from a 7-4 deficit. They fall back and they get the victory in the bottom of the ninth as uh, the final score looks like it'll be 8-7. to seven. So now our Jackson State Diamond Tigers, they'll have to work out of the loser's bracket. Uh, tough tough one to lose today, but I tell you what, uh, Omar is going to have those guys trying to fight to get back uh, back to the SWAG championship game. But that's a tough one to lose when you lose that opener. It is. It is. You know, the format of that tournament, it's hard when you take the hill, man. It, uh you remember last year, we were in a similar situation, outstanding regular season, and get to that tournament and, and falter and against the same team, if my memory is correct. You know, I always try to forget losses to Southern. Uh, yeah, so, I know, right? But, you know, all is not lost. You, you move over to the other side of that bracket and got to kind of fight and claw your way back in. So we'll see how it goes. But, you know, we are still in full support of Coach Omar and those Tigers. And what do you call them? The Diamond Tigers. I like that. Di- yeah, man. The Diamond Tigers, man. I tell you what, they have uh, – it's been a good two-week run. You know, they had the sweep of Florida A&M uh, and the momentum uh, of, of the sweep of Mississippi Valley going into the SWAC tournament. But tell you what, the bats jumped out hot today. They uh, were up at 4-1 at some point. Uh, then Southern fought back, and then they were up 7-4. And then i tell you what, you just take your hat off to the Southern baseball team. They were able to get it done today in their, in their opening round game against Jackson State. Everybody was waiting and watching this game, uh, number one in SWAC West versus uh, the number four seed in SWAC East. Yeah, and, you know, rankings don't matter when these two teams play in anything. You know, I don't care if it's badminton or tiddlywinks and somebody can be ranked number 12 and number one. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of love between the athletics uh, of the Southern Jaguars and the Jackson State Tigers. In fact, Chuck, just yesterday, uh, legendary pitcher for Jackson State, Earl Sanders, head coach of Tougaloo Baseball, he called me frantically and said, hey, Neely, tell me the game is on the Churchill. I'm headed that way. I got to watch these these." the uh, Jackson State Southern baseball game. So it's still a lot of 
excitement and energy out there, you know, about baseball season. You know, it, baseball season, man, by the time that tournament comes, people are gone home, school is out, but those student athletes are still hard at work, so hats off to them. Yeah, hats off to them. It's always an exciting time at the Swag Baseball Tournament. Uh, so far, the story of the tournament has been the inclement weather because you had uh, games that should have been played yesterday that were pushed back to today. So now you get uh, game three, which is Jackson State and Southern that was just played. Uh, behind them will be a really interesting matchup between the number one seed in the East, uh, Alabama State, going against the number four seed, Texas Southern. So uh, it's going to be a parody, I think, is the story in this swag baseball tournament. When you take a look at the top four teams in the East, top four teams in the West, they get it on and styles make fights, you know, and uh, it's, it's going to be a very interesting uh, swag baseball tournament moving forward. Yeah, you know, weather delays uh, are certainly – uh, killers of momentum, but the fact is it, it it stifles both teams. So it's a great equalizer in that regard. You know, I will tell you, Chuck, that a year ago this time, you know, we were talking about that potential impact with Florida being such a hotbed for baseball. We were mm. talking about what that was going to mean this time this year, you know, with Bethune-Cookman and FAMU coming into the SWAC uh, with, with their uh, historic baseball programs in that state just being a hotbed for baseball. Uh, so, you know, it was interesting to see this season and this tournament, how all of that shook out with, you know, introduction of Florida teams to the swag. No doubt about it. Shout out to my guy, Michael Lee. Y'all got the win uh, to this evening, Southern over Jackson State. Again, that final score was 8-7. to seven. Uh, Some of the scores from yesterday, Florida a and they outlasted Prairie View 4-3 in that game. And then you also had Bethune-Cookman knocking off Grambling State 4-3. So um, action is heating up fast over there in Birmingham uh, with regards to the SWAC tournament. Again, Alabama State and Texas Southern, they get ready to uh, uh, dust them off, if you will, in about another hour or so. Uh, so, mm-hmm. again, that game will be on the SWAC Digital Network, man. Neely, man, a lot of fun stuff going on at Jackson, man. You were out there today uh, mixing it up uh, a little bit. Uh, what was going on out at Jackson State? Man, I had a great day. You know, it felt like uh, when Michael Jordan sent that fax in, just saying, I'm back. You know, it, it felt good to be back on campus, back around football. Uh, not quite back yet, but today was, was the segment for walk-on tryouts. Uh, mm. So the pregame show had exclusive all access to that. Uh, so I would hit up the pregame show YouTube page and Instagram and Facebook. And later tonight, tomorrow, you'll be seeing some exclusive segments that we were able to get out there, interviews with coaches, watching these young men try to, you know, fulfill that dream of becoming Jackson State Blue Bengals on that gridiron. Uh, Coach O, who's going to join us tonight on Inside the HBCU Sports Lab to talk about uh, the, the walk-on trials today. Man, great day, great weather for it. Had over 50 student-athletes, you know, coming out to try to make the team. Uh, got to sit in uh, on the coaches' meetings before they went out there to uh, for Coach Prime, his first time really back with uh, his head coaches, you know, since the uh, spring training ended. Uh, and we're officially right at that, between right about now and tomorrow morning, that 100-day mark to the Orange Blossom Classic. So this is all part of the process, making those last additions to this team, uh, get them in shape and, and finish these installs this summer and 100 days, Chuck, we'll be in Miami tipping off uh, for the Orange Blossom Classic. No doubt about it. Looking forward to it. And you know what? Interesting fact to it. I mean, uh, the the walk-on tradition is huge uh, at Jackson State University. You've had a lot of walk-ons that have made the team, but there is one walk-on in particular 
uh, that went on to NFL glory, the great Dr. Doom, Robert Brazil, man. Uh, you talk about uh, starting from the bottom and yeah. going all the way to the pinnacle. Uh, so uh, kudos to those young men that were out there today. You know, good luck to them all. And uh, it means a little something to put that block JSU helmet on. It does, man. They were enthusiastic. Again, 50-plus out there. The line was long, trying out for various positions, went through the L drill. Of course, that famous 40-yard dash, Jeff Weeks, wait till you see his footage. You know, he was <laughs> he was taking them through the ringer, man. Uh, uh, Andre Hart whittling down that linebacker session. And, uh, you know, Chuck, it's one of those things that you think that, okay, we're done for the day, and uh, you're going to get an email letting you know you make the team. No, Coach Prime yells out, hey, coaches, get with your group, see who you want, let them know. And so right there on the spot, it was like, you can go, you can go, you can go, you stay. You know, and so you went from about 50-plus uh, down to about 17, and that 17 will have the opportunity to come to camp. And Coach Prime looked him dead in the eyes. He said, and I'm trying to get rid of some of y'all. You know, so this 17 is going to go down to about seven. We want who wants to be here and can take it and is going to show up in shape and, and participate. But, you know, hats off again to him for making that effort, fulfilling that dream. Rudy, if you will, from that famed Notre Dame movie, uh, want to contribute and and Chuck, we got to have depth. You know, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it's it's it it is it is a beautiful story how Robert Brazil went from being a walk on to a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Uh, but most of these guys uh, will be able to contribute, but they give us those scout team looks. They give us that extra depth in key positions should injuries happen. And so it is a necessary process. Uh, to have a walk-on uh, opportunity for non-scholarship players to join the team. Uh, and, and they were out there flying around, man. They were getting after the competition was high, particularly the one-on-ones when you got mm-hmm. receivers trying to make it and DBs trying to make it. Uh, linebackers were, you know, checking the, the running backs out of the backfield on their passing routes. So it was high intensity, uh, high energy. Uh, and you just think about it, man. What, two years ago, Santee Marshall was a cameraman. That's true. Became a walk-on, and now he's a scholarship running back. Uh, so – Somebody out that 17 who was called from that group of plus 50, they're going to make this team and potentially be a scholarship athlete. Yeah, I'll never forget my freshman year, man. One of my roommates, uh, he went out there and probably about two hours later, he came back with some Valley Street fish. And I kind of knew the, the story from there, you know. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it, does, it does. It does happen. It does happen. So it was, it, it was, it was some long faces walking up that hill behind the pavement, but you know, there was quite a few smiling faces that got there uh, to sit there and hear from Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, directly. You could see the enthusiasm, enthusiasm excuse me, on their faces that, man, I'm, I'm one step closer to being a Jack State Tiger. Uh, and so they were flying around. Couldn't ask for better weather. You know, mm-hmm. mid to low 80s out there, a little overcast. Uh, so they, they got after Chuck, and uh, they're going to be introduced to the full team when everybody reports back. That's all right. Kudos to those young men. Well, as always, you know, we start out the first segment of the show, kind of talk a little bit about some HBCU news. And it was a huge uh, story when you talk about uh, the hire uh, for Morgan State today. You talk about uh, Damon Wilson uh, being named the head coach at, at Morgan State. You talk about all the success that Damon Wilson had at Bowie State over the past few years. Of course, he has those swag ties. He was on uh, staffs at, at, at Prairie View, and they won their swag championship. But Morgan State getting back in the football business, that was a huge hire uh, for the Morgan State Bears in terms of getting uh, a name that whenever there was a vacancy at whatever school, Damon Wilson's name was always mentioned within the mix. So uh, for them to get the, uh, a head coach the caliber of Damon Wilson, 
kudos to uh, Coach Wilson in terms of taking over the reins at Morgan State. And we'll see. And this Morgan State football program, uh, sort, sort of, as we say, get back in the football business because, uh, you know, they, there's a proud football tradition, of course, uh, all those Earl Banks teams from back in the day, and they're trying to work their way back into some HBCU prominence. Uh, we take a look also, we mentioned it on this past Tuesday, North Carolina A&T track, uh, when you take a talk about Dwayne Ross. Uh, he's leaving North Carolina A&T. He's going to the University of Tennessee. Uh, the success that North Carolina A&T track has had over the past few years with Dwayne Ross at the helm, uh, his son, one of the top sprinters in the country. So now he'll be moving on to the University of Tennessee. So uh, a little bit of winds of change, if you will, uh, in the world of HBCU coaching ranks, Neil. Yeah, but, you know, and, and Chuck, this that window is rapidly closing, you know, to get settled. You know, again, it ain't just 100 days from our first game. It's just about 100 days from everybody's first game. And you still have programs around the country that are, you know, repositioning head coaches and also uh, OCs and DCs, defense coordinators and offense coordinators. So it's always exciting to see uh, these changes and what sparks they bring to programs for this upcoming season and beyond. And you look at the folks like the Morgans of the world who are really trying to, you know, rebuild and get back on that that footing for the long term, not necessarily an immediate impact. Just exciting stuff, man, this HBCU space, uh, all the the, the, the the hype and generation of news stories around, you know, programs like this to keep people informed. Always a great time to just be up to date on HBCU moves and shakings because you never know what's going to happen next. You never know what's going to happen next. And then we also take a look at the sports business element. One of the huge things that happened uh, over the past couple of days, Howard University, they've uh, reportedly partnered with the Jordan brand on an agreement that would make the brand the official apparel outfitter of the school's athletics team. Uh, this was, of course, reported by the boardroom. Of course, it's on the HBCU Sports uh, web, uh, website right now. So shout out to Kim Rashad. But uh, Howard, they currently have a, a deal with under Armour, but uh, that is set to expire later this summer, and they will be looking uh, to become part of the Nike Jordan brand. So uh, kudos to Howard in regards to that. Uh, always exciting news when you talk about uh, our HBCUs partnering uh, with some of these iconic brands around the country. Well, we done came a long way from Russell that <laughs> 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 And I know we still got some Russell in the closet, y'all. Y'all ain't got <laughs> Just, just had a tag, just had a tags out of good old Russell Athletics. You know, nobody wanted us back then, but now everybody's like Mike Jones, man. Now I'm hot they all on us. So now they hot they all on us. Put those deals, man. You know, LeBron is doing his thing with with FAMU basketball, and of course, Under Armour's heavy at, uh, at at Jackson State. So hats off to Howard on getting that done, man. You know, Nike is uh, is a premier person in athletics and branding and marketing. So looking forward to seeing where that goes, and uh, you know, man. Russell Athletics, shout out to him, man. That was back in the day. You had to only thing you get is Russell for everybody. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, there's the whistle into the first quarter, man. We'll come right back on Dr. Phil's inside the HBCU Sports Lab. It's Bishop, it's Dilly. It's the pregame show takeover of the lab. We'll be right back. Since 2002, Empowerment Resources, Inc., a nonprofit organization, has empowered more than 1,500 youth and adults in Duval and surrounding counties. Through its programs, Journey into Womanhood, Girls Mentoring, Life Skills for Teens, and Parenting Education Coaching. To get involved with programs, volunteer, or donate, visit www.empowermentresourcesinc.org. Follow us on social media, facebook.com forward slash empowerment.resources and instagram.com forward slash empowermentjax. From novice to aficionado. 
find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com That's www.slowburnwaco.com Press the analytic data with your hip-hop If you know them like I know them They gon' tell you if your team If they want a lot left And who the ball, ball, So listen to Professor Yes Sir Yes Sir And pay attention and welcome back here to Dr. Phil's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. It's Bishop, it's Neely. It's a pregame show. Take over the lab today. And, of course, we have none other than a, a frequent guest of not only the pregame show, but you've been on Dr. Phil's as well. He's Director of Player Personnel at, at Jackson State. Coach Otis, really welcome back in, Coach. I appreciate you having me, guys. No doubt. You know, I got to no tell you this, uh, Chuck and Coach O, if the pregame show was going to take over anything, we couldn't do it without having Coach O on. I mean, when I tell you that Coach O was the bread and butter of the pregame show, man, back in that spring season, that inaugural season under Coach Prime, those live segments on game day, man, that sermon, if you will, that he would preach, you know, nothing like having Coach O on. Coach O, man, good to see you virtually. I just left you from the football offices for the walk-on trials. No doubt, man. It's good to be seen virtually in person. All that good stuff, man. It's just it's a blessing to still be here, brother. Uh, sure. Well, you know, Coach, I'll see you next week on the golf course for sure, hopefully. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get it in. Huge things going on, Jackson State football. There's a camp going on uh, next Thursday and Friday. Talk a little bit about uh, what's happening with regards to Jackson State football and Coach Prime's camp. Uh, yeah, man. So, you know, with Jackson State football, no off days, baby. We're always preparing. We're always planning. We're always growing. We're always glowing. And that's what we're going to continue to do. Uh, next week, uh, June the 2nd through June the 4th, we got three days of camp that look to be amazing, look to be awesome. Uh, we got about 400 kids coming in on June the 2nd. Uh, we got another 150 to 200 for our elite camp on June the 3rd. And we got about 20 teams that will be in Jackson on Saturday for our 707 camp. So in, in total, we're going to have about 1,000 kids, man, come through Jackson wow. University, uh, next weekend, man, to, to, to see what we got cooking. And I promise you, the gumbo is on on fire around 34 Walter Payton Drive, Jackson, Mississippi, 39217. Lord, I mean, did you say 1,000 kids over the next three days or so? Yeah, we expect kids to come that ain't even going to work out, man. They just want to come be around the atmosphere because, you know, we got one of the best camps in the country. Coach Prime goes over and beyond to make sure these kids get the experience that they deserve. And so, you know, you look back to last year, uh, name another camp, college camp in the country where Terrell Owens, shows up and, and does one-on-ones with the DBs, the honey badger. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you know, it's just a star-studded event. And it's, these guys are not there for show. These guys are there getting their hands dirty, too, trying to help these kids get better and uh, also push that vision forward that Coach Prime has for this program of being smart, fast, tough, and disciplined, but making sure we got character to go along with that. No doubt. Yeah, that's, that's phenomenal, man. You know, the three of us, Charles Bishop, uh, Coach O and myself, Neely, we are natives of Jackson. And to be bringing in a 1,000 uh, young people over a three-day period, you cannot overlook that they're not coming along. You know, mama, daddy, auntie, little brothers and sisters, uh, first cousin, second cousin, baby and them, they're, they're, they're not coming along. And the impact that that's going to have, not only on the exposure for Jackson State University, but for the city as well. You know, the hotels, the restaurants, 
uh, the car washes, the barbershops, you name it, are all just going to benefit uh, from the impact of this camp taking place. And I know Coach uh, Oh, you've been right there on the side of Coach Prime. I've had conversations with him, and he's told me, I just hung up with Oh, you know, working on some stuff for the camp. So we know it's going to be huge. You know, you take what you had last year and multiply that by three days, by 72 hours, it's going to be an outstanding effort, man. So hats off to you. Coach O and Coach Prime in his absence on this show for all that you guys have been doing with the rest of the staff to make this be a major event, not just for Jackson State and HBCUs, but the city of Jackson as well. And as a native Jacksonian, you know, Provine man yourself, how does it make you feel enthusiastic and wild to be a part of something like that for your city? Look, man, when you say that, I got chills that went through my body, man. It's nothing mm-hmm. like being a Jacksonian to represent your, your, your city, uh, represent these people, hardworking people in the city, man, just blue-collar folks. Uh, your friends, your family, uh, it, it's, it just does something for me, man. And it makes me go harder every day. I want to see the product right, you know what I mean? And I think Coach Prime knows that about me now. I want to see that product just as tight as he wants to see it. And uh, if he got any issue that he wants to get fixed, I'm the man that's going to fix it. I want to fix it. I want to make it better. And so I, I feel I feel like that challenge was bestowed on me, upon me a long time ago before uh, I knew I was going to be at Jack State. I thought I was I was born for this type of deal. I was born to be be here in this moment. And so I take it, I take it seriously. And, uh, you know, I tell people that ask me all the time, you know, they, they ask me how I feel about being here. Uh, God put me here. So I feel great about it anyway. But when you, when you put everything in the perspective, man, I'm a humble dude. And I just would not let this moment in time pass me by without embracing and enjoying it. No doubt about it, coach. Yeah. You know, me and Neely, we, we joke about it all the time. We get uh, emails, texts, you know, instant message or whatever. But, you know, we get these texts, whereas, uh, listen, my cousin's uh, uh, cousin uh, wants to, you know, walk on or wants to try out or just set the record straight. What all is it that Coach Otis really is looking for? What is it that the coaching staff is looking for? Because, uh, the you know, anybody connected to the program is you're the man. Everything filters through your eyes. So, <laughs> so uh, people need to understand how important you are within this Jackson State uh, cog. Uh, I'm not very important, people. I'm just. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm always downplay my importance. But uh, no, I appreciate that, Chuck. And I say this um, when it comes to walk ons, walk ons got to first understand the role they are in is a very humbling role. Uh, you're not a scholarship guy, so you can't approach it like you, you're a scholarship guy. And with that being said, if you approach it with the humbleness, with the servant attitude, with the I'm just here to get better every day and make these guys who are going to go out and play on Saturdays better, then you will find yourself in a position where you're going to be one of those guys going out on Saturdays. But if you come in with an attitude like I'm supposed to be here, I deserve to be here, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, uh, you'll find yourself looking – from the outside in. And so with the guys that we got coming right now uh, and kind of how we handle walk-on tryouts, we got a packet that they have to fill out. And I make that packet extra long, Chuck. You know people mm. like paperwork. So I try to make it <laughs> up about 20 pages long. I want them to read a little bit. And I yeah. post throughout that packet where if you miss this particular point, I know you didn't read, that's a red flag because we like smart guys first. All right, so once they get that packet turned in, we send it over to compliance. Compliance approves them or denies them whether they can try out or not. We have a day like today, and we try to do our trials similar to uh, we have our pro days. We have one of the best pro days, I feel like, and I'm probably biased, but we have one of the best pro days in the country, and I really do feel that way. And well, we try to run our walk-on trials in a very similar fashion where these guys can get an opportunity 
first of all, show the speed with the 40, show the agility with the 20-yard shuttle, and show the agility also with the L, uh, the three-cone drill or the L drill. So they have an opportunity to do some combine work, but then once we get through with that piece, we'll take them over to the position coaches and get some individual work. So we don't want a guy to leave Jackson, Mississippi, and especially these are our students, and let's get that straight first. If they're walking on, if they're trying out for Jackson State on a day like today, they are Jackson State students. So we want to make sure we respect them as such. We want to give them their, their, their just time. We want to make sure the coaches are focused and watching and making sure they're paying attention to give them a fair opportunity. And today we picked about 15 guys, 15 to 17 guys that we think that can help us in some, some facet of shape or form. Uh, get through this season. And so we'll bring them back in the next couple of weeks leading up to uh, the start of the training camp. Neely, anything you got there, bro? Yeah, you know, I just want to just applaud uh, the effort today, man. Got to personally attend uh, walk-on trials, but also attend the meeting uh, with the coaching staff uh, before they went out. And, And, you know, Coach Prime set the tone saying, hey, guys, let's dial in. Let's give these guys the attention and opportunity they deserve. And he called on Coach Owen. You'll see these segments on the pregame show on our YouTube channel later tonight and tomorrow. Called on Coach O, like Coach O, walk us through the day. What position groups were we looking at? What are our needs? What are we trying to feel? What do we have too much of? What do we need more of as we make this gumbo, as Coach, as Coach O referenced? Uh, but to see – you know, these young people come out there, and as Coach O hit it on the head, man, these are Jackson State students. They have fall schedules in their hands. They are registered for classes this summer and fall. And so first and foremost, just appreciating that. And to see them give their heart and their soul, you know, for this opportunity. But I tell you, uh, uh, Coach O, I don't know if you heard, but before you came on, I was telling Chuck, I said, man, it was one of those things that I thought, you know, everybody's going to leave and you get an email or a text message. But Coach Prime is walking the field. He said, hey, coaches. <laughs> Get with your groups. Let them know right now. Let them know who you want. Hey, pick who you want. Tell those go. We appreciate them. I was like, man, I, I, hey, I wasn't ready for that part. I, I don't need to jump in here, Neely. But Neely, I was shocked too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, hey, he, hey, we not, we not, we get get straight to it. You know what I mean? Get straight to it, man. And coach, coach said, hey, look, figure out who you want. Call them up in groups, and then we got those names. And, you know, jot it down. And uh, we're going to get those guys a call here later and kind of start giving them some instructions going forward. But like mm-hmm. you said, Neely, it was one of those deals where it ain't hard to find who you want. You, that's your that's your room. That's your position group. You know exactly what you need in that room. And as you said, in that meeting, and that's and then I don't want to jump off rails, you don't mind for a second. In that Go meeting, right. uh, that, that was a really good look at how Coach Prime really trusts his staff. He mm-hmm. set the tone. And he gives us a job to do. He expects us to do that job and do it well. And he holds our feet to the fire. If something goes wrong today, he knows who to get in touch with. He ain't for the point and call out everybody. He for the go straight to the man. And I respect that about him. Uh, he gives you a job. He gives you the room to, to, to fulfill that commitment to do your job and do it well. But he's also going to hold you accountable. And he's not afraid of holding you accountable. When you got a boss like that, it's easy to work for him. I'm serious. It, it may be challenging to work for him, but it's easy in the same sense. And I really respect Coach Prime as I've learned him over the past couple of years, man, and how he's building this program and how he's shaping these young men's lives. It's so much easier to respect him as a man. Forget the coach part. Forget the coach part. As a man, as a father, as a leader, like the respect level has went up so much more. And he's made me a better man by following his leadership. 
So when when parents sit here and they can hear this Zoom call, when they see the pregame show, put all their good content out, I'm telling you, it's nothing falsified about what we're doing. This is a family-oriented atmosphere, and, and we got a we got a father figure at the top with a bunch of father figures underneath him, and we treat our players like they're our sons, and we care about them. And the ones that get you old that they don't think we can treat them like sons no more, we treat them like nephews, but we still care. Yeah, and, and I did, yeah, I wanted to follow up on that quick point uh, in terms of even the uh, Coach Prime and the, and, the, uh, and the video calls with the guys just kind of checking in on them uh, over the summer. Uh, that's been sort of heartwarming to see uh, you talk about it. Sort of that family atmosphere uh, uh, that's developed over there at Jackson State, Jackson State football. It's something that um, uh, it makes you excited going into this football season. Uh, just taking a look at uh, th- how this group even comes together even more so. Yeah, I, I hope my wife doesn't watch this particular Zoom after I say this, but the way the family environment has kind of cultivated itself around there, I like staying at the office sometimes. You know what I mean? It's just fun being at the office. I, I love my house. I love my family. You know what I mean? But it's something about being at that office with those guys and grinding because you know you know what? If we do this thing one more time, it may be another prize at the end. Mm. This one will get harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody's on the same page, man. And when you got synergy in that building, I'm telling you now, it, synergy can take you places that just, you know, bun, normal buns won't take you. You know what I mean? Just being on the same page, having the same vibe, everybody working towards that same common goal. And when you bring those kids in, those kids start understanding this is the type of grind we have to be on because our coaches are on that type of grind. These are the type of men our coaches are. Our coaches are are, are professional men. They take care of themselves. They want to be better every day. We got to be better as players. And so you kind of see all that stuff transpiring right now, man. And it's it's been a pleasure to work with this. I say it all the time. It's been a pleasure to work with this group of men. They they are sharp. They're they're everything that Coach Prime says that he wants in a player. He's he's found in the staff members. He's found he's found smart, tough, fast thinking, disciplined guys. But he's got a lot of character in that building. And uh, when you guys you you experience this you have experienced this with us coming over and sitting in that cafeteria, that football cafeteria with us, uh, that is something special for our guys. That it builds that 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 family atmosphere when they can sit down and break bread together. And you know, in the black family, breaking bread together is, is a, is a, is a very sacred is, you know, here you don't break bread with everybody. You know what right. I mean? You get elbow to elbow with somebody and you start, you know, talking, it's some good conversations come across those plates. And so we have had an opportunity with that, that football cafeteria. And I'm bringing that up just simply because that's one of the things we utilize to bring us close together as a family. And so, man, just all these things that we've done and coach prime is putting into place, it, nothing is without thought. Nothing is done without uh, preparation, but it all has a, a has a plan in the end. And I, I look forward to getting to that uh, finished um, product. Yeah, Coach, I want to double back on something. Uh, you know, the pregame show, man, with Chuck and I, we are just uh, blessed and honored that we have a seat at the table, you know, in the corner of that room, a fly on the wall, if you will. And one of the things you mentioned uh, that Chuck has seen before and I saw today is Coach Prime does exactly what you said. He lets his coaches run their units. He knows the expectations. You know, he said it today, Chuck. He said, you guys have been out on the road recruiting. You know what you have. You know what you got coming. Go out there today and pick what you want. Don't worry about what I think because I'm going to hold you accountable for it. So I'm not going to block what you want. I'm not going to say no, not him. If you think that guy can help your unit room, you take him 
because I don't want to hear nothing six months from now about no excuses. Well, if you would have let me do this, I could have done that. He empowers his staff to make decisions. But as Coach O said, you're going to be held accountable for those decisions. And you could just see the enthusiasm amongst those uh, position coaches, whether it's Coach Mathis with the DBs or uh, the tight ends with Coach Pollock or Coach uh, TC Table receivers. When they were out there monitoring the guys that they were going to pick from, you know, they're thinking about that down-the-road impact. Like, am I choosing a guy that I can really rely on and count on because I'm going to have to hold up for this? You know, does, does this guy represent this unit and this team? And the empowerment that Coach Prime gives his coaches, man, and the trust that he has in them, I think it just adds to this team being more successful and having that camaraderie and belief in one another. Absolutely. I, I, I will say this, Neely. I, uh, you know, just my experience prior to Coach Prime getting to Jackson State and, and my experiences with the walk-on trials now, uh, I, can, I can definitely understand why those guys had a gleam in their eye. Because I saw the talent we had to evaluate two years ago at a walk-on tryout when it was only 15 guys that showed up. And then mm. you come out to the day, you have almost 60 guys at a walk-on tryout. And guess what? Out of those 60 guys, I guarantee you, Chuck, there's some guys that tried out today that probably be on scholarship at other schools. Wow. I agree. I agree. I, so to see that, and you see the product getting better, but the product is getting better because the main thing is the main thing. Jackson State football is back where it's supposed to be. And so everything attached to Jackson State football is going to grow. It's going to prosper. And that's exactly what's going on with the walk-on program. That's why we're able to have two walk-on trials a year instead of one. And you get a whole different crop of kids and an even better crop of kids than you had in the first trial. So, man, all that stuff works. It works together for the good of the program, man. So, I, like I said, I'm in, I'm in a role where I get to observe and, and help, you know, keep things flowing. But while I'm watching and while I'm helping things flow, I'm also learning as a coach under one of the guys that I looked up, up, up to as a young man. And now I get to watch him work in his element. And trust me, I'm stealing all kind of ideas from him. And he knows it. <laughs> I tell you what, Coach O, uh, no better place to put a pin in this uh, segment than right there, man. Uh, always nails whenever uh, you come and talk to the pregame show, man. Appreciate you stopping in the Dr. Bills inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Hey, listen, I would I would be remiss if I did not say, Dr. Cavill, we miss you on here today. I can't <laughs> wait to talk to you, my brother. Uh, make sure you you hey, we gotta have this one on one because you got some different type of questions that I don't mind answering too. Now you these might be softball guys, Dr. Cavill gonna come with the fan call. <laughs> I appreciate y'all guys from the bottom of my heart. I believe go Tigers. We'll see you in Miami, Florida in a couple of months. What'd you say, Lee? Yes, 100 days? 100 days from the day. I can't wait, baby. I, I need to go ahead and go to bed so it'd be 99 when I open my yes, eyes. Sir. Yes, sir. There it is, right there. I need to go ahead and text that bus driver back. <laughs> Miss Pat, <laughs> his name is Neely. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate y'all guys. Man. All right, bro. Hang in there, Thank you, Coach Joe. It's Bishop. It's Neely. It's uh, Dr. Bills inside the HBCU Sports Lab. The pregame show takeover. We'll be right back. For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn, embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. This is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home. And together, we can be the change. One bite of 100% Angus beef ballpark frank, you'll say... 
summer. Oh yeah, it's ballpark season. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service with Slowburn. Visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. It's more than a mobile lounge. It's an environment and an experience rich in history, luxury, and personality. An elegant extension of any celebration occasion. It's the perfect escape and meeting place. A space where you can relax or enjoy a shared passion. Have Slowburn plan your next big event or before you are planning to celebrate your win over your athletic rival, you can shop our collections at www.slowburnwaco.com. But if they want to tap, uh, I'm going to do the dab, yeah. Q-Time is a classic Atlanta soul food restaurant located in the historic West End. Q-Time Soul Food is a family business started by Fred and Christine Crenshaw. Come on in, relax, and sink your chops into our tantalizing, mouth-watering, distinctive soul food with a twist, the Q-Time way. 1120 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard, or call your order in at 404-758-2881. Do you miss your mama's cooking? Then come on down to Q-Time, an Urban Passport member. It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids' apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCUPrideJoy on Facebook and Twitter. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they're going to tell you if your team, if they want a lot of that. So listen to Professor Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And pay attention. Boy. Welcome back here to Dr. Bill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. It's the pregame show takeover. And I tell you what, this next guest, man, I tell you, he is the heart and soul of that Jackson State defense last year, that nationally ranked Jackson State defense, middle linebacker extraordinaire, Aubrey Miller, man. Welcome in to Dr. Man, Bill's. Thank you for having me, V Dog. Yes, indeed. Stamina game. He is in the building. It still don't stop. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. I, I tell you what, Aubrey, one of the things that absolutely jumps out about you is uh, the meticulous way you take care of your body, man. You go to your uh, uh, Instagram page. I mean, I, sometimes I see the brother doing yoga. Sometimes I see him doing uh, getting his water in. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's that workout of the day. But, man, uh, talk about, you know, how you've been prepping yourself for this upcoming season. Um, man, the biggest thing is trying to stay flexible. You know, this is one of the biggest things about staying healthy. And uh, eating right, eating kind of differently, uh, basically getting rid of bad weight. So I'm just trying to stay healthy, man. That's all I got to do. The skills, the skill part of it, you know, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing, stay consistent. But on the other hand, the part that I don't really look at is my eating. So I'm just trying to stay, uh, change that, just stay healthy. Aubrey, you have, uh, you know, no doubt brought some notoriety to yourself, uh, to this defense and, and almost a throwback uh, type player to the, to the, the, uh, the golden era of Jackson State defenses. Uh, but you also have seen to place 
a value, a higher value on your NFL aspirations and not so much the immediate NIL opportunities. Talk to us about where your focus is and mindset is as it relates to what you want to accomplish this season, uh, you know, and, and potentially that drafting and name getting called versus the, the impact that NIL seems to be motivating some players that are coming into college now. Um, this whole time I've went without NILs, you know, knowing they could make a big difference is cool, but my main focus on getting to the next level, man, um, trying to change my character, trying to change the narrative of my career and uh, still master plan what I've been designed to do since day one. Um, another thing is make sure that I feed into the younger guys. You know, a lot of people, mm-hmm. they can uh, be taught by somebody leading the way and be an example, and that's what I want to do. Make sure I leave my impact on those guys and, Actually, for them guys to come up and soon take leadership of their own because they're, they're going to be seen as fast as they know it. Um, and, and, of course, making a big impact around the area that I'm in. So I've been to St. Louis. I've been, of course, here at Jackson, Memphis, and make sure I make an impact in the world and not just sports. And, uh, of course, win the championship, man. Not only that, win the next championship that we're going to win this year. Uh, make sure we um, dominate that. That's that's what I want to make sure I say. Every team that we play, we dominate. It's not uh, the same thing that people seen before. You know, Aubrey, um, your your teammates, they rally around you. We just talked – we just had Coach Otis really on, and he talked about the, the family atmosphere uh, that is around this Jackson State football team. But take us inside the locker room, man. Guys really gravitate towards you. You talked about taking those younger guys under your wings. What is it like uh, in terms of uh, being a teammate of Aubrey Miller? Uh, I mean – I really don't know how it is to be a teammate of me, man. From what I see, it was very fun. Um, guys love to be around me because I know when to do certain things and when not to. Uh, I know how to change it from being on the field inside the locker room. I know how to have fun with younger guys as well because I used to be one. Um, like I said, it's just a family bond and the culture around, man. They're like the uncles that walk around there. You know, it's, uh, it's never too much. It's never too less. You know, just keeping a family-oriented atmosphere like that, you know, so – that's just the biggest thing, just being fun with guys, making sure we're going to work hard is one of the biggest things uh, I hold upon myself, you know, because if I don't work hard, they don't work hard. It's exactly being an uh, example. So, you know, that, I guess that's what it's like, man. It's just fun. It's gonna, you're going to work hard, and, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting. And, and it don't stop. It don't stop because, you know, we stem in the game. This stuff don't stop. <laughs> you know, let, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this, Arbor, because this will be this fall – will be your third season suited up for the Jack State Tigers. You know, you had that spring season during the COVID. We had that official season last year where we went undefeated in SWAC, won the SWAC championship, came a little short in the celebration bowl, which is really a big motivation for this year. But I want to talk about the individual maturation and growth of Aubrey Miller under Coach Prime in this program. You know, when you go back and you look at some of those moments in that opening documentary, documentary, excuse me, to where we are now. When you look in the mirror, what differences do you see in an Aubrey Miller today versus two and a half seasons ago? I see a mature guy who knows how to be a pro. Um, before, you know, I was coming in thinking I knew it all. Uh, being at a previous school for three years, I'm thinking I know it all. You know, and I already went through everything, and me not being in front of a great that he is in a in a Hall of Famer that he is, you know, that was the type of experience I wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't came here. And uh, just me learning how to adjust, because coach is going to be be on me just as hard. So me being able to adjust, me understanding the um, different ways that coaches can coach and uh, mature different people. And uh, so that's been one of the biggest things, man. He's matured me. Uh, my game has gotten way better. My uh, character has gotten way better. 
and uh, not only that, he's letting it be known to the world that it's happening. So, you know, I'm, I, I just can't ask for anything more. I mean, he changed my life. You know, Aubrey, in, in terms of that, I mean, how eager are you to get to uh, the uh, Orange Blossom Classic against Florida a and get to this upcoming season? Man, I can't even speak on that, man. Just something I got to see. They'll see when I play how, how long I've been waiting on this. It's my last ride. So uh, I really can't even speak on that. No doubt. No doubt. So, totally understood. As Chuck said, you know, we are 100 days from the Orange Blossom Classic. Uh, and so between, say, right now, June, as we approach June, to uh, that mid-December to Celebration Bowl, which is our goal to get back to, you know, when you look at this being that last ride, uh, and let's look at juxtaposition to James Houston, who was able to come in and have a, a good final season and get his name called. Uh, what are some of the things that you're looking at to build on in your resume and repertoire so that Aubrey Miller can hear his name called in next year's draft? Uh, we're going to turn it up a notch. Uh, kind of do kind of like the same game, so way more discipline. Uh, I trust guys now. Not saying I didn't trust, but I have more trust in the guys that we have now. The better that the team gets, the better the family environment gets, you know, I have way more trust in these guys. So I know I'm going to be able to do my job 100% and only my job 100%. Uh, so uh, I just say, up, t- turn it up a notch, man. Change, like I said, my eat where I sleep. And uh, the things that I normally would have done if I was younger, man, I don't do those things anymore. So, yeah, that's that's how we're going to get there. No doubt, no doubt, man. I'm going to let you have the final words, man. Any Anybody you want to shout out, man, or put your uh, social media information out there? Uh, shout out to the Lord, man, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Aubrey Miller forty five, and on Twitter it should be the same thing Aubrey Miller forty five or Loose underscore Cannon with a Q. And uh, like I said, man, shout out to God, shout out to my family, shout out to you guys, and uh, yeah, thank you. There it is. Thank you, my man, Aubrey Miller. Like I'm looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to this summer, seeing you get that work in with Stamina Gang and this upcoming season. Man, God bless you. Just uh, encouraged with your enthusiasm and what you mean to this team and what you mean to your family. And you're always uplifting and encouraging other players. And, uh, you know, Coach Hart, your linebacker coach, man, uh, the family unit that, that that you have in that linebacker room is just phenomenal. So hats off to all you guys. It's big on. Appreciate you, dog. No doubt. Aubrey Miller, middle linebacker for Jackson State, number 45 in your program, number one in your heart. He is the heart and soul of that Jackson State defense. Everybody get your fours up. As we get ready to go to the fourth quarter, we'll be right back after these messages. Oh, that spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me Me too. too. Hey. Really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision, an SUV built around you, all of you. Are you hungry for authentic Caribbean food? Like jerk, chicken, oxtail, red snapper, shrimp, tofu, and rasta pasta? Well, find your way over to Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock. In downtown Atlanta. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant. Open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Friday and Saturday, we're open till 4 a.m. Come to Mango's and put some spice in your life. 
Mangos Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock in downtown Atlanta. For more info or directions, call 404-698-3992 or log on to mangoscaribbeanrestaurant.com. For instant coupons, text M-A-N-G-O-S to 313131. Mangoes Caribbean Restaurant, authentic Caribbean cuisine. Are you ready? It's time. The inaugural Urban NerdCon is coming to Montgomery, Alabama, July 29th through the 31st. Blurds, nerds, and geeks from across the universe will converge on the capital city to see celebrity guests such as The Last Dragon, Tybok, Megan Tandy, and voice actor Dave Fenoy. Hey, how you doing? I'm voice actor Dave Fenoy with a shout out to all my geeks, freaks, and urban nerds. Just want to let you know, I'm going to be there, and I want to meet you at the Urban NerdCon Gaming and Cosplay Event. It's happening July 29th through the 31st in Montgomery, Alabama. Hope you want to meet me as much as I want to meet you. So join us by visiting TheUrbanNerdCon.net for ticket and vendor information. This will be the premier blurred event in the universe. TheUrbanNerdCon.net. Our heroes, our villains, our stories... Everyone's calm. See you there. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a law, yeah, and who the ball, ball. So listen to Professor Yes, sir. And pay attention. And welcome back into Dr. Bill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. It's the pregame show takeover today of the Sports Lab. And, uh, you know, shout out to Mike Lee. I see you in here laughing, man. Southern Jaguars, they got the win in the, in the over today over Jackson State 8-7 in SWAC baseball tournament action. Uh, yesterday, we also had uh, Bethune Cookman uh, knocking off uh, Grandma. We had FAMU knocking off Prairie View. So the SWAC baseball tournament is in full swing. Uh, we had uh, Coach Otis really on today. We also had middle linebacker Aubrey Miller on today. A lot of stuff happening in regards to uh, Jackson State, Jackson State football. We have camps that the pregame show will be going live from next week, man. Uh, I tell you what, and Coach O talked about it nearly a thousand kids between two days, two or three days at Jackson next week. I uh, mean, it's going to be huge. Sure, that opening camp, uh, it starts on that Thursday. Uh, an elite camp is on that Friday, and then the seven-on-seven tournament, which featuring 20 teams that have signed up for that. So you put it all together over a 72-hour period, about a 1,000 uh, young athletes will be to and fro Jackson with their family. So it's going to be a big deal. Coach Prime camps three days in a row. Uh, look for some extracurricular activities surrounding those. Uh, the first two days uh, will include a health fair out front of the stadium where you can come in, know your numbers, uh, get vaccinations, uh, get blood pressure checks, all those kind of things. Uh, even some mental health aspects will be provided. Just taking the opportunity of this audience that will be in Jackson and providing just a cadre of service to them while they're here for their young student athletes, uh, high schoolers, nine through 12 uh, grades, to, to go out there and show their stuff and learn some skills. And of course, there'll be many special guests at Coach Prime. And of course, the pregame show will be there going live uh, each one of those three days at some point, bringing you some exclusive interviews and content. So, and that overlaps with Coach Tamika Reed's camp. So please yes, go indeed. to uh, Jackson State's uh, website, GoTigers.com. Go to uh, Go Tigers Women's Basketball, WBBB, on Instagram. Uh, she has camps those same times and some additional camps next week, next week 
for hurry lead players. So I uh, then after that, Coach Mo Williams camps kick off. So you got all the head coaches of the big three at Jackson State football, women's basketball, and men's basketball uh, with camps coming, taking place in June, in the early days of June. Great day to be a Tiger. Hey, man, like they say, Chuck, walk in your trap, take over your trap. That is what the pregame show has done to inside the HBCU Sports Lab. You are always there, Chuck. You know, you are our plant. You're the spook who sat by the door, if you will. Go read that book. If you've never read that book, go read that book. But now he has opened the door for us all to come in. And tonight, the pregame show took over inside the HBCU Sports Lab. That's why you got Coach Otis Ridley on. That's why you got Aubrey Miller on. And if you notice, I switch hats every segment. We're going to Jackson State this thing up. Yes, indeed. Uh, shout out to uh, Dr. Camille. He's traveling over there to the baseball tournament. So uh, we will bring you some wall-to-wall stuff uh, in terms of uh, Dr. Camille being over at the tournament this weekend. Uh, excited baseball tournament. But like you said, it's the, it's the pregame show takeover of the lab. Uh, you know what? I, we, we talk about the game themes. Colors have already been selected for this upcoming season. Season tickets on sale. Just a whole lot of excitement right now around Jackson State football. Uh, everything starts but, off September 4th for Orange Blossom Classic. But you know us going to us and we going to we. We're going to get to the <laughs> first game and somebody going to say, hey, what color are we supposed to wear? I ain't never, they ain't never put the colors out. Hey, y'all, go to GoJSUTigers.com or you look at the schedule. The colors for each game and the theme of each game is already out there in the month of May. You got plenty of time. I know you're not, you know, just don't have a pink JSU shirt laying around, but you got between nine and October to get it because you know one of those October games is a pink out. I think it's the game versus Southern here in Jackson that's the pink out, if my memory is correct. But there is a color theme and community theme for each game for the schedule. Season tickets are on sale via Ticketmaster or up at the stadium on weekdays. Time to get those season ticket sales up. It's going to be exciting season, Chuck, 100 days away from the Orange Blossom Classic. And we remember, looking back on it, how important that game was. You know, 7-6 victory by Jackson State, but neither one of those teams went on to lose another SWAT game. So that game means a lot. You know, you're looking at the person that's going to be sitting at the top of the Swag East, and, and somebody who loses got to hope somebody else beats them and you win some more games. So it's an important game, week one, uh, then going right into Tennessee, week two, and uh, coming home after that for that W.C. Gordon Classic first home opener. But, again, Chuck, hats off to Dr. Cavill, you and Mike Washington, for the job you do with inside the HBCU Sports Lab and for opening door for the pregame show takeover. Dr. Gaville, God bless you. Take all the time you need. Travel all you want to. We'll gladly take over the show Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sundays. You've done enough, brother. <laughs> I'm sure he's giggling right now at the phone. I tell you what. Uh, but, you know, I'm so excited. Looking forward to this upcoming football season. A lot of teams have made changes. Uh, you talk about uh, uh, Eric Dooley now at Southern. You talk about Eddie Robinson at Alabama State. Uh, you talk about an improved Mississippi Valley. Of course, Alcorn is going to be right there in the mix. Uh, change uh, at Grambling. This is going to be another consequential season. Uh, we talk about swag football and, you know, our fan base is going to be there. They're going to be uh, – our entire SWAC fan base are going to be out in force this upcoming season. Looking forward to it. So excited about everything that's happening in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Yeah, it is. And I and I, don't, I don't say this from a bias standpoint. I mean, you see my shirt, Swaxon State, not Jackson State. You know, you take over the whole SWAC, you can just change the name. You see the hats and the lids I'm rocking, so you know who I'm with. So on the eastern side, Chuck, 
you know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. That's what Rick Flair said. So everybody is gunning for Jackson State. But that west side, as you just articulated, man, it's wide open. You know, you got some pivotal, uh, pivotal coaching changes that can have some immediate impact. Uh, you got some departures through the transfer portal. You have some arrivals through the transfer portal. It's going to be interesting to see how the West is won and uh, if Jackson State, which I believe will, remains on top of the East uh, and hosts that SWAC championship in Jackson. We got a lot of days between now and then and a lot of things to work on and get right and better. And, you know, there are always going to be some curveballs for all these programs. But I think you hit it on the head, man. Some of those coaches' changes uh, in the West, the the immediate impact in those programs, going to be interesting to see. Yes, indeed. And you talk about everybody, I think, got uh, a little bit better. I mean, when you talk about Mm -hmm. impact transfers or when you talk about uh, some additions to the coaching staff or whatever the case might be, I think overall this conference is as strong as we've seen it in quite some time from top to bottom. It's going to be a dogfight week in, week out. I would say the parity in this conference in the 2022 fall season matches about the mid-80s, mid to late-80s. You know, mm-hmm. on any given Saturday, somebody from the East or the West can do their thing. Uh, you know, don't sleep on Alabama and them. I think they improved. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I think that the, what they were able to do through the transfer report and recruits, uh, you know, but I, I, I am like what Coach Prime says. If we were already best and we got better and everybody else got better, we should still be best. You know, we should mm-hmm. still be at the top of the pile. But you hit it on the head, Chuck. Everybody upgraded, whether it was coaches, whether it was players, whether it's experience. This is going to be one of those watershed years uh, in SWAC football history where every game, every week is going to matter, and you're going to want to be there. Uh, no doubt about it. I, I tell you what, Neely, before we get out of here, man, I wanted to give you props. Uh, your segment on HBCU game day, uh, talking uh, about uh, Nick Saban uh, and, and NIL, uh, man, it, it went viral. It was one of those watershed moments, I thought, uh, not just for uh, Neely, but the pregame show. But, I mean, brother, you brought the fire when, when talking about, uh, you know, this attack, if you will, on uh, HBCUs and, uh, and, and in regards to Jackson State, man. I just wanted to just shave a little time, man, just to clear room for you to talk a little bit about that. Hey, well, first, I appreciate those kudos, man. You know, coming from a guy who's working on his PhD in this very area uh, means a lot to me. And Dr. Cavill reached out as well. That, you know, compliments the two stalwarts in this fight uh, from you two guys really means a lot. Uh, You know, it's one of those things, man, where I think, you know, now that you're about a week removed from it, uh, you know, sometimes when people mean something bad, it actually can come and and be some good from it. Uh, The exposure that Nick Saban's comments uh, has given to Jackson State in this program and the work that Coach Prime is doing and ancillary to that, to the work that all HBCs are doing, uh, that, you know, that we still have some battles to fight and there's still, you know, some uh, vestiges of white privilege that we go up against and there's still some issues of institutional long-term racism of how our institutions really do not have the ability, based on the way we were structured post-Reconstruction, post-Civil War, I'm sorry, doing Reconstruction, that we don't have million-dollar uh, boosters. We don't have alumni, you know, that are cutting those kind of checks. Uh, so we are a threat just off the love. You know, we are getting these players because they believe in the mission. They believe that they can go pro from a safe space. 
by being coached and encouraged by people who not only look like them, but people who love them and not just for their football acumen. So I think you put all those things in the pot and the remarks that Coach Saban made about Jackson State was really a mark about all HBCUs. I think it only is going to put a bigger spotlight on us and allow us to attract more and more high-quality student-athletes that are going to be in the best interest of their personal lives as well as what HBCUs are trying to build. So I say thank you, Coach Saban. If I had your address, I'd send you an edible arrangement. You know, uh, and because I appreciate what you what you did for us, we couldn't have paid for that publicity. No doubt about it, man. I tell you what, um, uh, no better way to to sort of end this program and, and, and talking about that right there. I mean, um, <laughs> I, I couldn't have said it better. I mean, you put the nail on the head, if you will, um, when you just kind of take a look at where we are within this culture and the renaissance that is taking place within HBCU football, uh, kudos, man. You, you could not have said that any better. Well, I appreciate you, man. I tip my hat to you again. It's, it's an honor uh, to be able to speak on behalf of Jackson State Athletics, to be able to speak on behalf of Coach Prime and what he's trying to build, to share our stories uh, through the pregame show and all of the social media outlets. You know, I maintain that this is not the 70s, the 80s, or the 90s, where you have to have permission to broadcast things, send out a press release, hope somebody comes, hope the assignment editor edited it right, hope you get 30 seconds on the 6 o'clock news with a push of a button, Chuck. We control our own narratives now. It's something we need to take more advantage of. There's not enough people in this space. Uh, we need more people in this space, uh, bringing integrity and professionalism in, in the business of storytelling of HBCUs. You know, rising tide lifts all boats. We're not in this uh, effort alone or want to stay alone. We need more people telling these stories. And you can do so now with a push of a button from your cell phone or tablet or here or even your watch nowadays. You know, who thought? Who would have thought that what Dick Tracy was doing in the comic strip on Sundays we would live to see? Uh, but here we are. And so we have technology. We have information. Let's get our stories out. Let's write the narrative. Let's frame the narrative the right way. And I think that what the work of the inside the HBCU Sports Lab, the ONG Strike Zone, uh, Carlos Brown show down there at uh, uh, Southern, uh, you know, the Black College Sports Network that we're streaming on now, the pregame show. You have all these people in these spaces and they exist to tell our stories. And it's a collective effort taking place, one that has to expand and grow. And I can't wait to see it do just that. No doubt about it. It's a collective effort. We are uh, the storytellers that we wanted to be. And we're in that place now where we get an opportunity to do that. And I don't take that responsibility lightly. Uh, you try to bring the professionalism and you want to get the story right. So I think that's a great place to end it, man. It has been fun uh, doing the pregame show here on Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Man, as always, brother, thank you for stopping in and bringing that fire like you always do. Anytime you guys will have me, man, I will come. Dr. Caville, Mike Washington, in your absence tonight, we appreciate the work that you gentlemen do uh, in this storytelling space and particularly the deep dive that HBCU Game Day does as well as inside the HBCU Sports Lab to make sure no stone is unturn unturned, no story is untold. You know, I told Dr. Caville this show, you this broadcast you guys do is more like 60 minutes, man. You're gonna you're gonna get, you know, more information than you thought you needed, but it's gonna be something compelling and motivating. So hats off to what you guys do three days a week live on YouTube and Facebook. Yes indeed, man. 
Well, you know how we always end this thing, man. We'll go out with a bang. Course. Lecture. Dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>